0: I want to start off this episode by thanking Radish Kids for sponsoring the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and this show. I tell you that's the only way that we make these podcasts is with our sponsors. So thanks so much and if you've not heard of Radish Kids check them out RadishKids.com we've used them at our home and we have absolutely loved it. Welcome to the real Kathy Lee today. I always talk about the cool people I get to meet on the road and today's guest is one of those people. I remember walking by her booth thinking, huh, what is this? I like cooking with kids and this is a hip and cool looking booth. Who is this woman? And I introduced myself to Samantha Barnes. She is the owner and founder of Radish Kids and I'm going to let her tell you all about herself. But I want to say welcome Samantha.
1: Thank you, Kathy. I'm so excited to be here, and likewise, looking at your booth and the flocks of people that are having a blast at the Homegrown Preschooler for all these years, so it's nice to to connect um, in real life always, and then on the the airwaves.
0: (laughs) I know it is so fun. I think I have met the coolest people over the four or so years we've been traveling. Some have become my dearest friend, and Ashley is always She's on the podcast a lot. In fact, we're recording soon another one, and we met having a booth next to each other out in Texas a few years ago. So it is funny how it works out. So tell us a little bit about you, your family, and any fun facts we need to know about you before we get started. Okay.
1: Let's see. Um, I am the mom to two little children. Um, my daughter is seven and a half, and my son is five. And as we were just chatting about, we just actually started homeschooling this so we're doing a hybrid charter school, and they're on campus three days a week at a school in our neighborhood, and then they're home with us two days. So I am learning the world of juggling working full-time and homeschooling, albeit just two days a week, um, but sort of juggling and, and figuring out the balance that I was already looking for. Um, and, and so that's sort of my life right now. Yeah. Um, I am a former middle school teacher. I taught social studies to sixth and seventh graders for years, and I truly believe that food is this great denominator, common denominator between families and and cultures and people, and that food is what brings families and people together. Um, and I also think, and this is my background as a social studies teacher, but the the very best place to learn is in the kitchen and that there are so many teachable moments and cool academic, non-academic areas that we we can teach and talk about with our kids when we're cooking. So now I'm trying to sort of even live more and more what I do at work and do that with my own kids even more, which is exciting. It is
0: fun. I know that with my business as well, focused on play, and I've always been a playful mom, and we've lived out truly what I talk about at the homegrown preschooler in a year of playing skillfully. We do that, but it really is. Every time I get up and I talk in front of a group and I talk about the importance of saying yes and memories, I'm always pointing fingers right back at myself going, make sure yes. you go home and do this. <laughs> make sure. So I bet it's the same way with your business. You're so right. You know, somebody asked my daughter, you know,
1: does she do every ra- radish recipe right when it comes in the mail? And she kind of looked at me, and she's like, well, it doesn't come in the mail. And I'm like, well, yeah, I just bring home the recipes for you, and we do them here and there. And, and you know, she kind of looked at me like her best friend was getting the real radish experience, and she wasn't. And I was like, well, we're getting you're You're doing it. <laughs> but, you know, it is. You, you're actually right. Point the finger back at yourself because these are the important messages that we want to empower other moms with, but we need to listen to them
0: ourselves. Well, and I think it really keeps us authentic as we communicate Mm -hmm. our message. So tell us about Radish Kids. Tell us why you started it. Tell us how it works. I am a huge fan. You were so kind and gave our family a subscription a couple years ago, and my daughter at the time, she was 10, I think, when you gave it to us. She would be beside herself when that box would come to the mail. I mean, she was so excited, like Mm -hmm. it was Christmas every month, and immediately she opened it and went to work, and we had to make sure we could make um, the item. So tell us, give us the scoop of Radish Kids and why you started it.
1: All right. So my background, as I mentioned, I was a middle school teacher for, for years, and I founded um, let's say over 10 years ago, I founded Kitchen Kid, which is sort of our parent company, and we were teaching. I, I left my my teaching job and started teaching kids to cook because I saw that there was this real need and interest in our community. Um, so we did after school classes, and I wrote all the curriculum to go into schools and teach during the school day. We did birthday parties, and the only piece that sort of still remains is our summer camp program, which is still a very vibrant program here in Southern California, Um, but I really, really wanted to bring our mission of food and family and educating kids to cook and empowering kids to cook and sort of spread that to families everywhere, and so I didn't think I could keep doing that, sort of going myself to teach (laughs) classes. Um, So Radish was sort of born out of that, that desire, and the concept is getting a cooking kit every month. So, every single month we send different thematic kits across the country. Um, we're finishing up our fourth year doing this, which is really exciting. And they range from sort of um, we did taste of Spain this summer. we did pool party this summer, so they're always cool themes. And then the the heart of each kit, are our illustrated recipe guides. And they're step-by-step, so they're super easy for kids of all ages and reading abilities to follow along with. They're beautifully illustrated by this awesome um, mom illustrator who works on our team. They're durable and laminated, so you can wipe them clean. You can use a dry erase marker and and mark them up. And then the kits also include a kitchen tool for kids, uh, an activity that's maybe a science experiment or a genealogy project. An arts and Crafts project. Um, we include a apron patch and tabletop conversation starters. So every kit is teaching kids to cook, but also incorporating math and science and geography and history, and sort of bringing all those sort of academic pursuits to life through the kitchen and through the the lens of cooking.
0: I love that. And I, um, when my kids were little, I took a just a photo, a flip photo um, file, basically, and took note cards and, you know, wrote, drew out pictures of items and tried to create something similar, and it wasn't very pretty, pretty <laughs> at all. When I saw yours, I thought, yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I tried to do. You did it so beautifully. It was so appealing to, or it is so appealing to the adult and to the children. I mean, again... My daughter went crazy over it, but I also found it so exciting, you know, how you just, golly, the quality. I cannot say enough about the quality of your product and how great it looks and how developmentally appropriate it is. And speaking of that, most of our listeners, they've got young kids. They've got kids under seven. They are just now introducing the kitchen. Now, me, I plopped my kids on the kitchen counter as soon as they, you know, could sit up. I had them sitting next to me while I cooked, and it was a natural process and progress, well, how do you recommend including this for families with young children? Well, I'm right there with you that kids are never too young
1: to get into the kitchen. And I probably had my little ones in the sling or, you know, on my back when I was making dinner. Um, so I'm all for that. But it doesn't mean it's you're ever too late. You know, now now is the time to get your kids cooking. and um, And I think that what makes sort of radish unique is the recipes that are illustrated, like you were talking about and how you try to do it when, you, when, you're, when your kids were younger. Um, if you think of a typical recipe, it's filled with all these words and all these instructions and all these numbers, and everything has to be followed in sequence. And if you make a mistake or you miss the quantity or you miss a step, it can really alter and potentially ruin what you're making. Um and that is relevant for for little kids and kids with special needs and learning at different levels. Um and quite frankly, busy moms, you know, pictures are a great way for anyone to learn. So I think Radish does a really good job at making it a very easy, teachable moment where it's not you saying to the kid, okay, you're whisking wrong or crack the egg, but you're you're pointing to the picture and you're asking your child, even young as young as three, four, five, you know, what is step three saying? And step three is illustrated and clearly says crack two eggs and a child that can't read can read that. Um, I know, though, as a busy, crazy mom, I use our recipes all the time without my kids because it's... Their pictures are beautiful. I can follow quickly along, and I know it's going to be a great result. So I don't think illustrations are too young for, for any age, really. Um, but then I also want to make sure that we're building our kids' toolkits of culinary knowledge so even you know kids that are under seven are still learning proper terms for different techniques, and they're still sort of the appropriate way to uh, you know, as I said, crack the egg or cut a vegetable or, you know, mix and whisk. So we're really teaching that to kids of all ages so that they are gaining that knowledge and able to draw on that every month.
0: I love that. Now, we've mentioned crack and whisk and cutting. So right now we might have some moms going, no way, not in my kitchen. So we're going to take a commercial break. And then when we come back, I want us to talk about how do you help parents who might not feel comfortable with this whole idea How do you think Radish will help the parents get comfortable with kids in the kitchen? We'll be right back. Hey, I just want to thank our Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network sponsor, Radish, a cooking club and curriculum specially designed for kids by chefs and educators. Radish is perfect for homeschooling families. And I should know, I'm a homeschooling family, and we have used this program and have absolutely loved it. With Radish, you're able to teach thematic cooking lessons and incorporate math, science, nutrition, geography, and culture. The kitchen is the tastiest place to learn with radish, and if you use coupon code PODCAST at checkout, you'll receive $15 off a 6- or 12-month membership. Visit radishkids.com slash homeschool to learn more and to download a free lesson. And that's radish with two Ds, R-A-D-D-I-S-H kids.com. You won't regret it. Get cooking with your kids. It's fun. Okay, so we're back with Samantha Barnes, She is the owner and founder of the coolest company called Radish Kids. It is an amazing, gosh, I don't even know how what an amazing kit that you get every month that will make you and your kid excited to get in the kitchen. So, Samantha, before the break, we talked about some things like cutting and whisking and cracking that might have some parents a little nervous. And you do meet parents who are nervous about their kids being in the kitchen. How do you think the whole radish concept will help parents calm down about that? idea? It's a great
1: question, and I I think we want to empower our kids so that they feel comfortable and confident and safe. Um, Kids, there are certain appropriate tasks that are for kids of any age. So, you know, thinking about moms of your listeners, um, they have toddlers and they have young kids, and toddlers can tear lettuce. Um, Preschoolers can crack eggs, Five-year-olds can sort of observe the difference between maybe dried pasta and cooked pasta. Um, But you do want to be giving them the right tools and the right strategies so that they are being safe. Uh, We have a couple of great child-friendly knives that we recommend on our website. So whether they're plastic or just a great handle so that you can give kids some autonomy in in the kitchen, but also the, making sure that they're, they're being safe and just talking to the kids. You know, we've got a strategy that we use at our house. When I open the oven door, I yell, hot oven opening. And then our kids have to move over to the refrigerator area so that I know they're away from the refrigerator. And then, you know, in our camps, they'll say, thank you, chef. But my kids still say that at home. So like, thank you, chef, or thank you, mom, so that they're acknowledging they hear me because we all know our kids don't always hear us or – Something happens, yeah. I'm not sure what happens when we speak, um, but I want to make sure our kids know that the oven is opening um, and we can you know now that my daughter's seven she's practicing taking a cold baking sheet in and out of the oven, so she's not fearful of the oven because you don't want kids to grow up being afraid of of the heat or of the knife, so exposing them to the 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 right level of um of kitchen tools and techniques so she's opening the oven when it's cold and off and she's assuming and pretending it's hot but she's putting the oven bit on and she's confidently practicing what it feels like to put an oven, a baking sheet in and out of the oven um, and you, you might try the same thing um, with with um, let's see you could take a spatula and a piece of bread and practice flipping a piece of bread in a cold pan so to get the hang of it so that you're more comfortable when it's time to flip your pancakes so, sort of prepping and practicing, so kids feel confidence, and that will help them be safe. Um,
0: and and I do think I so think much about our body language too, as adults. That you know, when they see us be fearful, like nervous mm-hmm. with them there, they're, they're going to be more fearful. But if we can just kind of do some deep belly breaths <laughs> before we get in there, yes. and even if we might be terrified on the inside, show confidence that you you know, that they got, they've got this. And I think that really sets the tone too that you're yeah, we'll get this together and you be right there and not so anxious of correcting and uh I think that's what right. makes a huge difference for those young people as well.
1: A lot of times, Kathy, I think moms are just afraid of the mess and they just <laughs> yes. are it's it's they're they're worried about disorder and mess and it's you know, it's safety but it's also um, they're just nervous. It's not how they want it to go. And it's, you know, maybe quite frankly easier if they do it on their own and their kid is playing a game in the other room. Um, but we, we no question it's easier. I think we all in. would
0: agree it definitely is easier. <laughs> without yeah, them the Yeah, it right? is. I but mean, then
1: they grow up right, and they've yeah. never had that experience. And so, you know, inviting the kids in. And, and I tell mom, they don't have to make the whole dinner. You know, they can come in and they can chop tomatoes. They can mix batter. They can make a dressing. But then they can go so that they're at least feeling like they've been sort of invested in some part of their family's meal and involved in the process, rather than you know the entire meal because that's exhausting for everyone. And we just want to give them a little bit of ownership and then go you know a little bit of exposure and then they can sort of go back to doing their own thing. But then they're having that opportunity because. The more that the kids are in the kitchen aware of, you know, what's going into their food, how it's made, how it ends up on our plate, what flavors they like, what flavors they don't like, like the 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 more sort of food literacy they'll have, the, the more they'll end up eating down the road, which is, I know, an important Absolutely. thing for, for moms to
0: make sure kids are eating healthfully. And I think the more comfortable they will be as they move into adulthood. So speaking of that, how do you think – you know, radish kids will help them as they move into adulthood. How do you see that progression from this? So one of my favorite instead? stories when I became a new mom
1: was my my new mom friend called me up one day and she had, she called me and she said I really want to make butternut squash baby food for Cooper. And then she paused and she's like, How do I know when the butternut squash is ripe? And there she is, waiting for this you know, hard squash to get soft and to get ripe. And and what had happened is she she didn't have that experience cooking when she was younger. Yeah. And, you know, she could wait the rest of her life and that squash was never gonna get soft and ripe. And so <laughs> um and that's okay. Um but I, I think a lot of moms in my generation we missed the opportunity to cook with our, our, our moms. Yeah. I think a lot of them were, you know, Many of them were going back to work, or many of them were busier or they found quite frankly it was easier to sit us down in front of a TV while we made dinner and So, I think a lot of moms in my generation didn't have the chance to grow up learning to cook, and now they really want to serve their kids healthy foods and do right for their families and so they're sort of learning so at the very least, kids that use radish are going to grow up to become confident in the kitchen they're going to have that that basic knowledge. They're going to understand where food comes from, how cultural influences change food. They're going to, you know, know what foods go well together, how to prepare easy dishes. And so they'll have broader horizons about sort of food and culture. Um, and I think they're going to go off to college with these fundamentals. So they're going to eat healthier and they it will cost them less money, um, which is just Two basic facts when you're cooking for yourself or for your family, Um, healthier eating and and sort of um, more frugal eating happens than going out to eat. So I really really do think we're empowering the next generation of eaters and and parents um, by starting them young.
0: What I always tell parents is, this an investment in your own future as well. Because if you teach them to cook at a young age, you will get to retire from the kitchen sooner, because they will go in and start making dinner.
1: Yes, I think that kids just need that the chance that okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna cook and we're gonna make what you want and we're going to respect and honor your choices you know you want to try baking this or cooking this and and they feel valued I tell moms all the time that cooking if your child shows an interest in cooking like we really owe it to them to foster that interest in the same way that we foster ballet lessons or violin lessons or karate or singing because these are sort of ways that kids can feel tremendous success and confidence and independence and they, you know, might not be a superstar athlete, but they make a really good chili and everybody loves their chili and everybody says, wow, you make great chili. And that kid feels extreme pride and success and they, they won. You know, they didn't win on the, on the field or on the stage, but they won in our, in our hearts and in our stomachs. <laughs> and honestly, as an adult, we're all still cooking. So it is a really important skill to, to win at. <laughs>
0: It is, and I love the whole focus on family as well. I think that it really does bring a family together. And just getting back to putting devices down, I love that it's like a real printed card. It's not pull out your phone and look at the recipe. It's right there. You're having conversation while you're cooking. So you are really bringing families together. I love it. I I think it's one of the coolest concepts, and I love that uh, you're the founder and I got to benefit from it. So thank Mm -hmm. you from my family to yours for doing that. Any final words you want to share with families about cooking or why you're, you know, a big fan of starting early?
1: Well, I – let's see. I was just going to add that it is a a really great compliment to – to your homeschool approach and that we do have homeschool lesson plans, especially as your kids get a little bit older, so that you can dive even deeper into the recipes. But at the end of the day, cooking is about joy and love and and happiness. And um, you know, start them start them young and, and do it often and and find that time and that space because you will be really so pleased to, to connect with your kids in the kitchen in sort of this exciting, tangible way. I love
0: it. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so glad I got to meet you. I'm so glad that um, you are influencing families all over the country with your concept of Radish Kids. I'm so glad you were with me today. Thanks, Samantha. Thank you, Kathy, for having me on.